Hello, welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. If you're going to come to Sheffield, you want a team who's going to put up a fate. It's episode number 248. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that one was poor. Welcome <laughs> to another Stoke City podcast after an international break where Stoke have once again disappointed in a performance that, let's be honest, I, did it warrant a, a loss? I don't know. Uh, yeah, to discuss it and more, Dave, how are you today? Speak to someone that's actually had a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cheers. Cheers for that. Tony, how are you? You've come to right, man, because I've just had a big shit. Okay. What? Okay. Great. Hmm. Uh, Stoke City lost. It was Sheffield United 2. Stoke City 1. We didn't do a three-word review because uh, we just didn't bother, did we? I mean, we were out. You were in Sheffield, Dave. So was I, albeit not on the football. Oh, shit. My fault. uh, Sorry. No, no, it's Tony. Tony, this wasn't this wasn't a roundabout way of me blaming you for for neglecting social media duties. It's Twitter. Who gives a damn? But um, it does mean that we don't know what the people think, and so we're going to have to rely on ourselves for content. What is this about? So in, instead, I will say to you, Dave, you were there. You were hidden amongst the crowd in the Sheffield United end, and you told me post game that you were very polite and you didn't. Uh, didn't stand up for Jacob Brown's goal, but you did say that you uh, when once we scored, we, you kind of hoped that and felt that we were going to carry on, and then we gave away two stupid goals. I would. How do you, how as viewing it there in person? How do you how did it feel? I was a cuckoo in the nest, a sparrow in the cellar, a <laughs> pie in the <laughs> face. A, a, um, <laughs> a, a chip, a chip in the butty. A chip in the butty. Oh, oh they they sing it twice. I mean, fair enough, good song, but singing it twice. Um, Is it a good it, song? It would. Mm, it it was it was all right. Um, like certainly, I didn't feel like I was about to be battered. Um, like said chip um but <laughs> I think it's a kind of an awkward game to. Mm really analyse or maybe even read too much into because it would go down in many people's many people's books as like a uh, classic championship encounter where it sort of swings one way and then the other now the truth is for the first 45 minutes it very rarely swung our way and Sheffield United were well on top and we were quite fortunate to uh, take it to nil-nil at half time uh, thought we came out for the second half, really, really strongly though, and we played some absolutely superb stuff, the kind of stuff we've been getting more and more used to, the uh, nice little um, triangles of passing midfield, the use of the wing-backs, um, I thought Sawyers had a really good game, particularly in that spell, um, and once we scored, I didn't feel like Sheffield United were going to come back really, certainly the first 10 minutes or so after we scored, they didn't really threaten. They made two changes which swung the game in their favour, but it was just a kind of a bit of a sucker punch. Um, so I think overall, in terms of if you count how many minutes they were on top for and how many minutes we were on top for, uh, then they you would quite fairly argue that they deserve the three points. But yeah, it's just a bit of a 
bit of a game. It's, yeah. It would have been lovely to have taken something. And I'm, I'm working on a theory that... Now, I said to Tom before kickoff that I would take a point. And I have a theory that if you say before kickoff, I'd take a point, you almost definitely lose or you win unexpectedly. Yeah. You never actually get the point that you'd take. However, if you do have a game where you draw, you then retrospectively say, oh, I would have taken a point. No one has ever said, oh, I'd take a point, and then that point has happened that they, that they would take. That's just the way the universe works. I'm writing a whole blog about sort of um, crystals and things, and I'll yeah. explain more about that later. But uh, <laughs> if I was to sum it up in a noise, it would be... Rum. <laughs> I felt very much like you know the scene in Jurassic Park where Jeff Goldblum is explaining explaining to Laura Dern chaos theory with water droplets. Very much felt the same way there, Dave, with your theory on on the, I, the I, matters I, of the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I can't believe I'm being compared to Jeff Goldblum. It's, uh, <laughs> it's brilliant. Maybe if you do your shirt up, it will be less <laughs> obvious. <laughs> I was told it's, it was a requirement that I dressed this way for the podcast. <laughs> An annoying, annoying fixture, then Tony. Like, mm. I mean, having watched the the goals we conceded back, and having read now some of the comments that people have said to us on Twitter, uh, Lee Hawthorne, for example, has said, uh, uh, "We're nearly a superb team. We'll always we'll, we'll improve. Average for forty five minutes yesterday. Brilliant for thirty. Awful for." For fifteen, uh, and has gone on to talk about errors at the back. W- was it just the case then that we that we were just a bit rubbish for those two goals? Was it? Did we switch off? Like, or is there anything more alarming? Or are you still positive? Um, I'm still fairly positive, which is still very weird for me. Um, we haven't got the three word reviews, but you can pretty safely say that about fifty percent of Stoke fans would say that when Joe Allen went off that is what made us bad and the other 50% would say Joe Allen shouldn't have started and we would have been better without him um, obviously <laughs> those ones are right um, but yeah it was just it was just a it was a shitty shitty thing to happen because we it felt like at half time we were very lucky to get in at half time with half a hand on that point but we would have taken um, they I th- we, like we we had a few chances in the first half, and they uh, they headed one off the line in the first half. But they probably should have been ahead by one or two by half time, and then second half, yeah, we we just looked loads better. And and going into half time, I was weirdly optimistic because I've started to believe that this team will actually just sort themselves out and be good again any minute and it happened and then you mentioned Sawyers I, I would say it was possibly it probably his best game for us until that goal where he was just sort of stood still having stopped tracking the man who then scored from quite close in and it's just like if he'd be if he'd just been in front uh, there's a lot of people cross about that but it's it was not a very good performance overall, but it had a lovely spell of this is how good we can be and quite often are. I think also, much as it pains me to say, Sheffield United are much are a much better team than their position suggests, which I did say mm. at the start of the season before they had a position that they'd be all right. Um, and you all said I was wrong, but I think I think they're 
they're a pretty good side. They've got good players who can score that kind of goal. And I just wish they hadn't, because obviously <laughs> I've had about 1,800 texts, as I'm sure you have, Chris, from people saying, oh, that was a good game. <laughs> I mean, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was yeah, a decent it was, game. It was all right. <laughs> so, yeah. so, I might have been. So, I might have misheard you, Tony. Joe Allen didn't go off, or if I misunderstood. I might have imagined that. I might no, have Joe, imagined him getting sobbed in a lovely Joe, happy no, place. No, Tony, in. Tony, Tony, um, I'm sorry. I think you did. He play the full ninety odd minutes. He played the full he ninety. He did play the full ninety well, minutes. Well, substitutes were Powell. Um, Sexy Mario and Jacob Brown. Yeah, that actually was... Um, it was his fault then, wasn't it, that we yeah. conceded? But <laughs> the reason I mentioned that was because of the thing I forgot to say, which was Jordan Thompson, in the previous game, playing those lovely through balls for Josh Tymon to run round the full-back onto and spraying it about. And we just didn't have that yesterday. We had Vrancic and Powell as sort of chief creators and then Sawyers doing... Some very fancy stuff at times, but uh, Thompson. I just, I just wish Thompson had started instead of Allen, to be honest. But I, I'm, I particularly say that because Tom's not here to say it. But he, <laughs> he would back it up with a lot more data and remember who had been playing at the time of the game. That, um, that was a that what that was an issue though with that sub of Vrancic and Powell is that I think he was readying the subs. I think at one all, and then they scored their winner. And he still went ahead and made the subs anyway, yeah. which struck me as a bit odd to be chasing a game without your two best chance creators on the pitch. Um, I don't know. It just kind of struck me as, you're allowed to change your mind, Michael. It's fine. Yeah. No, I was going to say, it's one of the one things with O'Neill that I'm still... Like, don't get me wrong, he's he's, he's brilliant. This isn't a complaint at all, but the substitutions every now and again are still very much like... I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't really understand some of them. But you know, I'm not a football manager, am I? So I, of course, I don't understand. But it, it was sort of interesting because they were, they were waiting to come on before that second goal, and you thought, oh, two strikers. I quite like this. This is probably my preferred arrangement up the top. But then, whether he changed who he was taking off. In which case that would be very silly, or like, yeah, taking those two off didn't make as much sense. But when it, when it, when it was two strikers waiting to come on, I was quite quite interested mm. by that when it was still one all, but they didn't get on until it was not one all anymore. And that, yeah, it was weird that it happened. Yeah, it's a kind of curse of modern football is that actually bringing strikers on makes you less of a threat going forward mm. than you know in the good old days. Oh, <laughs> uh, just to be all over the place, uh, that reminds me the rules have changed for the League Cup. We get our what, five huh? subs again. What? Oh, yeah, I, I'm sure I saw that. I, I should have checked it, oh, but I, I remember seeing it and thinking, "Well, that's good because I like lots of subs." Although the time I really liked the subs was when Josh Timer was never starting, um, and it gave more opportunity for him to come on. But I'm sure I saw that. Talk, talk amongst yourselves. I'll double check that I haven't made it up. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, Dave Bramall Lane. We've we've been a few times now, and I don't think it's. A particularly, uh, it's it's not a ground where we have an, a a good record in recent years. Um, in fact, I don't think Sheffield United are a team we have a good record against in recent years. Um, so, nah, it it is it is what it is. I'm not going to lose sleep over this loss, but I kind of think that we 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 
we're an average we're averaging in performances i guess at the moment and whilst that it don't worry me in the slightest because i thought we were going to finish like 10th or 9th or something um it does show that we we do just have a one of these games in us every now and again where we just mess up um i'm still relatively happy with the, with the squad i don't really have any complaints yeah. against them i suppose the only sort of and, and I think it's a, what are we a quarter of the way through the season now? Um, the only sort of um, long-term sort of complaint you'd make is the disparity between home and away results. And I wouldn't say there's mm. that probably too much difference between performances. I mean, you could argue we play better stuff at Bramall Lane than we did in some home wins this season, um, but we just don't seem to be able to pick up the results on the road that we do at home. Um, which is why is that? Well, yeah, well, I can't, I can't really pinpoint exactly why because I, I, I don't think it's like a particular mentality thing that we have been desperately unlucky not to, uh, well, like a game like Preston, for example, not, not to be picking three points up there, and we've won three one away at Swansea. So I don't think it's necessarily a mentality thing away from home. I don't know. I think it's perhaps we just feel that little bit more confidence when we are at home um i mean i i know it's a an old cliche but maybe it is just the swing of a home crowd yeah well well like last season famously i think was the first season in the history of english game this might be a stat some people want to look up the first season where um there were more away wins than home wins and yeah that's so it obviously is a factor when the t- when the team, I don't know maybe we just needed more people booing people passing it back five yards. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, if 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 the trend like continues over the next I don't know ten or so ga- games, then maybe you'd ask questions as to why that is. But we'll see how it goes. Um, I can't. Yeah I, yeah, I I I don't have a proper answer for you yet. Maybe it's the green kit. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it is. Uh, Tony, you look like you're about to say something. Um, I was I was actually gas. Um, oh, okay. But <laughs> but if if we want to install Brill. me as man who Google's things, um, mm-hmm. Carabao Cup on Twitter a couple of days ago, uh, following a proposal from 14 of 16 clubs remaining in this season's Carabao Cup, the EFL can confirm clubs will be permitted to make five substitutions from the nine they nominate for the remainder of the 2021-22 competition. I assume that means you can make five per game rather than just five for mm. however long you're Not left in, in the tournament. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that that's, would make a very that's exciting. Um, and also yeah, yeah. Uh, one from Opta Joe from May. Uh, 13 more away wins than home wins and only 10 matches remaining in the Premier League season. Uh, it was the first campaign in the history of England's top four tiers to see more away wins than home wins, us unprecedented ever. Mm. There you go. So oh, Dave knows hell. things. You do. Well, no, I never, no one ever doubted that, to no. be fair. I just wanted to save everybody else looking it up and, and then being disappointed. <laughs> um. I mean, yeah. I mean, on, on the football then, it's... I mean, it's a difficult October. Like I'm just looking at the fixtures. We've got Bournemouth next, then away to Millwall, we, EFL Cup. You're going to the Brentford. Gulag, soldier. You'll have to fight your way out. That's that's <laughs> that's how I feel right now. 
That's it. And then and then Cardiff City on the on the thirtieth. <laughs> a spook a spooky weekend. It's just it's a it's a difficult month and yeah. It just I don't know, it is what it is, isn't it? I what what would be a good October for you guys, looking at those fixtures then? Bournemouth, Millwall, Cardiff and then and Brentford in the cup. Uh if we get five points from those three league games, I would be very, very happy. Um, four points would be okay. Three would be eh. Two would be... Uh, one or zero would be... But okay. <laughs> you could you could see all of those results as well, though. You know, yeah, I I can see uh, I can see zero as easily I can see nine at the moment because I just don't know where we're going to land. Um, I, it's it's one of those things. Like I think people were saying before the West Brom game that it was a must win. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? It's September, um, <laughs> and I don't think like these games is necessarily must win. Um, certainly. Any result against Bournemouth looks very, very good at this stage, considering they're still unbeaten. And we never do anything against bloody Gary Rowett. I mean, I don't know. We're at home to Cardiff. Oh, that game, that game has got nil-nil written all over it. Of course it, it has. Of course like... it has. We'll, we'll create like 20 chances from two yards out and there'll, there'll be a, just a, a dead pigeon that gets in the way of the <laughs> ball and something like that. But yeah, no. um, it's it's going to be difficult, um, but I think this is the storm we have to weather, um, and just like the uh, at the Battle of Helm's Deep, the they needed to just to hold out until Gandalf arrived. Yeah, till, now now yeah, we need yeah, yeah, Tyrese Campbell on his white steed at the top of the mountain, ready to <laughs> lead his lead his forces downwards and just crush the orcs. And yes, Millwall, I'm calling you orcs. Fight me. <laughs> oh god they're here I uh don't don't fight me I would no I'm just thinking is it no I'm gonna say it Dave technically they were Urukai not Orcs so you know <laughs> just come on <laughs> go read your blog nerd boy <laughs> exactly um, speak just before we do carry on and we play I don't know the Nathan Jones game or anything else let me tell you about something very exciting that's happening on the 30th of October, which is the day we play Cardiff spooky. at home. Spooky. Uh, it is spooky, but this isn't, because a friend of the pod, Topher Knowles, who you will remember for being a very, very nice artist and very good at drawing things, uh, he is going to be at Westport Lake between 10 and 2, just before the Cardiff game, selling some of his prints and stuff. Uh, he is, uh, he's got a little market stall, including a team photo updated and you know what he said to me it's featuring the wizards of drivel's logo somewhere on that picture so hey, about that i'll mention it again in other podcasts but westport lake 10 well 2 topher Knowles, 30th of october go and see him and buy his artwork because he's lovely and awesome and he would really appreciate people's support chris so um go. purple rain or love sexy uh, purple rain. Sorry, I just—I thought you said he was selling prints. I oh, bands. Oh God. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to say about the Sheffield United game? Um, 
good support from the Stoke fans. I enjoyed it as a spectator sport rather than being in amongst you weirdos. Um, so that was you, you, so that was nice. Do you know what I didn't enjoy, Dave? The f- and that was standing at Sheffield train station last night when a train from Leicester ditched out loads of Man United oh, fans God. to swap over, and there was no police presence at the station. They're fucking, and they were. I mean, they lost. My, they lost four two. Honestly, the last few games I've been to, I thought this one was a great one to go to because I'd avoid Man United fans. Because you know, any any time you get the train into or out of Stoke. Oh look, there's loads of Manchester United fans going to or from Manchester to you know wherever they live in the fucking country. I thought, right, thank God for that. I've avoided them. Yeah, and they come pile off singing about, oh, we've signed uh, 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 redacted because of um, yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, just stupid fat heads, all of them, um, all of them, all of them. Right. Shall we play the Nathan Jones game? Uh, as, as bad a performance as I've seen since, to be honest, it's the baddest man performance I've had since I've been a manager. I, I, I feel physically sick, literally sick. I, I could be sick. I, 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 it's... So... <laughs> No Tom with us, so he cannot go through the scores. But let me tell you them. Wadpod, Nathan Jones game. We have Tony on 33 points, who predicted a 1-0 win for Sheffield United. Of course you did. You're on 33 points. Well done. We then have a tie in second place. On 28 points, it is Dave and Tom. You both went for 1-1 draws. So close. Then bloody Remain Sawyers. Cost it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, no wonder nobody in Stoke voted remain. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping heck. And uh, on 27 points is me. So, we're only doing the one game in this, this one, aren't we? Thank you. We're only doing the one game. Um, oh, no, we're not. We're doing two. We're doing Bournemouth and Millwall. Millwall. Oh, my, my dad, actually, he, uh, he knew the craze back in the day. And he... Uh, he had his he had his he had his little toe act off with a with, with a butter knife. Oh, they love their mums, though, didn't they? They love uh, their mums. Yeah, they only hurt, they only hurt dodgy families, didn't they? A moral code is ethics. There is ethics. So, Tom's predictions. <laughs> he is rotter. I, be- I believe he's saying, correct me if I'm wrong, looking at what he said in the group chat, he thinks we are going to beat Bournemouth 3-1. Is that correct? He's put th- Bournemouth 3-1-W, so I assume that's 3-1 win. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. I also thought I that mean, was the League Cup for some reason, Chris. No, sorry. Sorry, it isn't. So Tom is going for a 3-1 win against Bournemouth and a 0-0 against Millwall. Um <clears throat> Tony, two games. What's your thoughts? Um, uh, uh, we, not, we are it's, at it's home. We're at home to Bournemouth. We're, we're at yeah. home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, nil one. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Uh, and then we're we're away to Millwall. Millwall. Yonder. 
yeah, we're, we're yonder. Da- we're da- yonder to Millwall. Dave's disapproving face of this whole thing is is giving me <laughs> life to do it for at least four or five seasons. Um, we're away. We're away to, to do it, as in predict the results of games. Um, uh, we're away at Millwall. One nil. Oh, that's a right touch. <laughs> Dave, um, I, I, yeah, what do you want to do? Uh, Bournemouth <laughs> at home first. What I want to do is win, but... Uh, uh, what do you think will happen? to be a fine thing. Um, I think we will draw 2-2 two, two with Ooh. the uh, the Bournemouth Cherries. And we will... No, we're, we're in that. Uh, that's a fucking difference. We're in London, aren't we? No, we will uh, draw, draw nil nil with Millwall. Millwall, Millwall. Um, I think for for, I think that against the Bournemouth, we will. Uh, they're really quite a good team, aren't they? Uh, I think we may lose that one two one, and then I think against Millwall, we will draw nil nil, <laughs> because of course we will. Sunshine, there you go. That's... lollipops and rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough month, though. A really tough month. Um, yeah, I just don't see it being a, a good month for us. And I imagine this time next month, people will be like getting upset. And that's how I think it'll go. When's Tyrese Campbell back? Right now. <laughs> Hello, Tyrese. He how is. are you doing? Oh, hi, guys. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, good. Oh, lovely to meet you, Tyrese. So, you're going to play against Bournemouth? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to play against Bournemouth. Yeah. Oh, Tyrese, what an exclusive. Uh, yeah, come come to Wizards <coughs> for your content needs. Ah, uh, well, on that, on that bombshell, thanks, Tyrese, for coming along. That was that was awesome. Um, is, I mean, is there anything else you guys want to chat about? We've got a few minutes We've left. We've got some questions from the uh, from the yeah, listeners from some? the Stoke City Twitter article. Oh yeah, one of these is fucking outrageous. By the way, when we get to it, I just want to okay, right, okay, that. fuck. Um, Have you got them, Dave? Yes, you I've can got guess them. which one. I'm sure. Right, go for it. First one from Simon. Frustrating result yesterday, but still feeling so positive. We're so close to being a really, really good team. Just need a little more confidence away from home. Uh, looking forward to Tuesday mm. night. Also, which Stoke players would most likely survive the Squid Game? Now, have either of you seen the Squid Game? Yes. No. Okay, so uh, the first one involves like being able to stop stock still um, on command. So uh, who's going to be good at that? Uh, pro- probably Remain Sawyers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next one involves cutting a shape. It needs a lot of delicate little finger work. Who's got delicate little fingers? God, I don't know. I, do I even want to know? Um, and another one involves being able to beat a man to death. So, uh, yeah, um, without doing spoilers, I think uh, Joe Allen would win because just in in the same way as he manages to mostly not get injured or still get picked regardless of how he's doing, he he just shit his way to the the, the end. Um, and I won't spoil anything else, but also hopefully, which makes sense if you've okay. seen it. <laughs> right. Next question. Next question. Richard Yule, why is our away record so much poorer than home form? 
Uh, we have discussed this, so uh, just rewind because you've you've missed that bit, Richard. With your is, question is it from the, the team, past. The, the team boss is like the Flintstones one, and they have to all like pedal yeah. through the floor <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. to get Maybe there. It's so, that. Yeah, yeah, they're they, all knackered. They're, they're fit enough to do it. They just got really fucking sore feet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. I wonder if this is the 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 uh, the comment, not even a question, the comment that has uh, riled Tony so much. Rupert Goff says blue cheese is the worst cheese in the world. Yeah, it is that one. Um, is it? <laughs> is it? Tony looks genuinely angry. Is it possible to ban somebody from listening to the pod? Because <laughs> blue oh, cheese no. is the best cheese, and fuck off. <laughs> I I mean I love all the cheeses. Red yeah, all cheeses. <laughs> all the cheeses. Like, I love all like the dogs, all cheeses are the best cheese, but blue cheese is the best, <laughs> best cheese. Wow. There you go. Wow. I, there you go. What a passionate subject that to get you on Vainy, here, Tony. Veiny boys. You look really angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Orphy says, we are nearly... So- oh, you read that one. Um... <laughs> America doesn't need farmers on Twitter. I said Purdue is that is that that's how the Americans say Purdue is going to be, win the Big Ten West. What does that mean? Those aren't know. words. They are, they, correct. No, that's like oh, I, I need like a degree in Americology to. Uh, what do you think the Big Ten West is? Right. So the Big Ten would. Be, is it like our big four or something? So they're like the best teams. Uh, and no, they're, they're in, the in the West. They're tobacco companies, aren't they? Oh, right. Okay. I assume it's about cigarettes. Cause... Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, well, we're, we're all huge Ooh. fan of Purdue, which. But what? Go what for even trains. is a Purdue? But Purdue means like. Does it mean like forgotten or lost? How do you friend? even say it? Purdue. Is that how you say it? Alan, pa- Alan Pardew is going to win the big ten. Oh, right. Alan. More, they, more on this. Apparently, are a football American football team. Oh, there you apparently. go. Apparently, unless he's unless he's talking about Purdue Pharmaceuticals. Okay. They're the bad ones. They're the bad ones. Definitely. <laughs> As opposed to the good farmers. Is there farmers a good farmer? Probably... <laughs> yeah, is there a good one? Well, some of them have done like vaccines and stuff. Purdue just like kill people for loads of money. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> Wizards of Dribble do not have access to the state. Uh, you know, with the, the expensive things and the opiates. Oh, okay. Opioids, George says, opioids. can Thompson count himself unlucky? And who should he replace if so? Yes, and you know the answer. Uh, Rob, <laughs> Rob says, which Stoke City player should be the new James Bond? Oh. Um, Tyrese Campbell. Who, uh, just, yeah, just to, just to trigger the, trigger the racists. Yes. Just, and, yeah, and because definitely. he'd be awesome. Yes. Who would yes. who would be the Q in this um, scenario? Oh, 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 Richard Wilmot. Just because he's a bit older than all the others and he's ace. Richard Wilmot. Oh, Ben, ben Wilmot's dad, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening to our brains? Richard Wilmot. Mine. Apologies. Um, oh, Jumo70 says, what happened to everyone filling their boots from Vrancic's corners? 
It's a reasonable point. It's been a while. It's been a while since we scored. We did. We did really say, yeah, like, well, oh, we're going to get so many from goals from corners this season, and then we just, we've just not really. Um, Didn't we particularly focus on that when Harry Suter was out briefly, and then Harry Suter came back in, and mm, I'm not saying it's his fault, has, but we well, became more, much more stoke again about the corners. The second part of Jumo's comment is, and why does Harry Suter only get on the end of set pieces if he's up against the Cook Islands? Well, that's that's because <laughs> ah. the Australia is uh, upside down, so the corner comes in at a different angle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, out yeah. out swinging corners in Australia are actually in swinging. Um, yes. Yeah, because yeah, 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 the, the Corri- Coriolis like, effect, isn't it? Yeah, yes. yeah, um, yeah. But it. also, he does get on the end of set pieces in his own box quite a lot still, so that's fine. That's mostly his job, isn't it? Bonza. Uh, Mark Hand says, "A bit like golf match play. Go one up, go two up, and keep going. Golf. We've had golf in American football so mm-hmm. far. Um, Do you want to say anything on cricket while we're here? Uh, yes. Um, good, good uh, dramatic ending to the IPL. Uh, Virat Kohli with his sort of little angry little face. Yeah." Good. As angry as Tony talking about blue yeah. cheese. I tell you what I would like to see happen to Virat Kohli. I would like him to listen to every single one of Tony's predictions throughout the whole season. And like I want him to scream, Yes, we know it's gonna be one nil. Just <laughs> at his How would you know that? I, I, sorry, it's different Tony. teams it's different teams we're playing against every time. How would you know what I'm gonna predict? That's ridiculous. That's true. Yes. Um, Exactly, Tony. Uh, Alex Ward says, for those of you who have watched it, what did you make of Squid Game? Now, Rupert uh, replies to him saying, very good. Feel like we were robbed by the dodgy English subs and dubbing. Uh, Dodgy English subs, very much a Stoke City (laughs) trademark. Um, (laughs) That concludes I've not seen it. Consider your... Stoke City experience analysed. We've done analysis. It's like Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville. (laughs) And he's tweeted it there. (laughs) Do you know what? That was quite a positive end to what has been uh, an episode talking about a loss, so thank you. Um... if Is there anything else you guys wish to mention in the time we have left, or or should we just go away? (laughs) Uh, Probably we'll fuck off, away. shall we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fucking... Well, listen, it's been a lot. It's been really nice, and it's been nice uh, for you, for you to listen to us as well. So, thank you for that, listener. Um, as always, you can find us on all the various social medias, and you can send us your questions about Netflix TV series and ask us our opinions. Um, go buy Tofa's NFTs. Go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Go support your local Stoke artist. Um, Tony, thank you for for coming. I'm really sorry about the the cheese discourse. Oh, recover. Um, uh, go Boilermakers. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, thank you for for being here as well. I hope you have a nice week. How 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 about them Boilermakers? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Have yourselves a nice week. Stay safe. And remember, Is this most importantly, I see before me the handle toward my hand. Come, let me clutch thee. I have thee not, and yet I see thee still. <coughs> oh man! Right, as always, go on, boilermakers. <laughs>